Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome once again to another edition of the Stoop Radio Show, right here on Blog Talk Radio and across the globe. That's right, across the globe. You can listen to it anywhere. I am your host, Jeff the Shark Perini, and giggling at me like I sound stupid is the lovely and beautiful, the greatest co-host and sidekick man can ever ask for, Jewel Tatey. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing? We're doing great. It's uh, it's hump day. It's Wednesday. Uh, we're halfway there. Actually, we're more than halfway there. By the time this show hits the air on Wednesday evenings, we go 100% live. I like all you suckers who record two weeks ago. And uh, that you know always adds to excitement, as you know, after the 9 o'clock hour when we get drunker and crazier. <laughs> yeah. Ish hits the fan. Ish hits the fan. And we want to thank Monday night's guest, the amazing Sagan Amory from Hail Sagan. And uh, whoop, whoop. Nick, give it to me with your great Spanish accent, Nick Quijano. 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 Nick Quijano. One of these days, Nick's going to listen in and realize I'm butchering his name and let me have it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, they were sensational. Nick and Sagan were both great. Talked a lot about. Uh, what it's like to be an up-and-coming artist and struggle as a band. And we played three of their songs. We talked about their tour. We talked about Sagan's Amazing Hairdo. And we talked about the uh, streets in the city of California and Halloween and lots of great fun. Matter of fact, again, happy Halloween now that that's over. Uh, Drew, anything great for Halloween? What'd you do? Yeah. Uh, we uh, we all went up to my brother's house and took the all the kitties out trick-or-treating. Um I have to say, I didn't get a ton of candy because someone in my party was sneaking up to all the houses and dumping the buckets in her bag. <laughs> hmm. But, uh, yeah, so she she kind of took the, the little kids' candy, but it was okay. She had enough. She had she had a lot from school, and she made out good. And we had fun. It was like a big party, and uh, she looked really cute. She was um, – we were all the Paw Patrol gang. For Halloween, my daughter was Sky, the little pink puppy. So uh, she had a ton of fun, and at least her costume was warm because it was really cold out in the Philly area last night. So um, yeah, at least we could bundle up and the kids have fun trick or treating. What'd you do? That's did great. You give out candy. <laughs> I did absolutely nothing. I wasn't feeling that well, and um, my wife claimed that she was embarrassed. I put a sign on the door that says, "Sorry, kids, no candy this year. Thank you for your understanding." She went to see her nephew. She came home with two lousy pieces of candy. Uh, oh. Milky Way. I mean, not Milky Way. I'm sorry. Reese's Cups and um, Hershey's without almonds. Without hmm. almonds? Like, what the hell is that? That's not such candy. a thing? It's, shit. it's like taking a piece of shit and mounting it into a candy bar and putting it on a wrapper. <laughs> without almonds. It is. It's a piece of shit. Oh, my God. The, um, you know this? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, this one this one woman was given out Crest Pro Health, like the full size good toothpaste with like these um like real like full size toothbrushes and Joey stuck her hand in and she reached in and got like a full size Kit Kat bar that was buried underneath the uh the toothpaste. <laughs> I was like, Go ahead, kid. That's all you <laughs> That's my girl. I would have yeah. taken that crest and I would have stomped on it and exploded <laughs> it all over that lady's front door. Toothpaste. It was good toothpaste. It was good. At least it wasn't like close up or something like that. 
I would feel like she'd consider me a goddamn homeless person. Like I need like I need free toothpaste. Well, these are rich people. Candy this is out in Ambler, so they they were uh, the full sized house houses. That's what they gave out. Pardon me, for folks of you who, for folks of you, for those of you folks who are not from the PA am, uh, area, Ambler is, uh, you know, a, a suburb where the people, I guess, are wealthy enough to give out toothpaste on Halloween. <laughs> I would rather have, I would have rather kept my sign on the door that says no candy than giving out goddamn toothpaste. If that's the case, I would open my door and would have given out beer, I would have given out blankets, I would have given all you kinds of shit to my house. You should have gave out beer. I'm sure the parents would appreciate it. Next year, I'm giving out goddamn beer. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be, and that's a good idea for next year, Halloween. Um, kid houses and adult houses. Have like a different color light in your window. If you're an adult house, have like a an orange light in your window. And people know to go there to get booze. And if you have a white light, kids go and get candy. Your house will get mobbed. It will get swamped. I don't give a shit. That'd Come in scary. my house. Especially if you're looking oh, good. You've got like a little... We got like a little cheerleader wrapping on or somebody like, come on in and get some booze. <laughs> the oh, mom's God. not the kid. The mom's not the kid. Oh, my get God. Jesus Christ. Ugh. All right. So, as we always not do on the show. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm actually jumping ahead. I'm not even announcing the guest. we got a great guest on the show tonight before I go any further. Woo-hoo. Um, woo-hoo. Brand new comedy called Hit the Road. Uh, it stars uh, Seinfeld alum Jason Alexander, very funny Jason Alexander. Uh, and we have one of the stars of the show on tonight, Natalie Sharp, beautiful young lady. She's good on the show. I've seen bits and pieces. It's hard to catch the whole show if you don't have the audience channel, but I, uh, I've i made way to check it out. And, and she's great. I love her on it. And uh, she's beautiful. She's from Canada. And she's going to talk to us tonight about the show. How excited are you? I'm so excited. She seems so sweet and funny and down to earth. So, yeah, I'm really excited. Um, and I'm dying to know, like, what it's like on that set. So, yeah, it's going to be great. Absolutely. I also read that she's very shy. So this is uh, yeah, this is the perfect place for her. Um, yeah. God help, us. God help us, poor girl. Uh, but let's do. <laughs> All right. So we thanked last week. We thanked Sagan. We did. The... I'm, like, losing my track. Uh, ooh, I. I... I think I'm going to faint. We'll talk about that later. I'm going to faint. <laughs> Top five list time, folks, and uh, we're running out of ideas. No, really not. I just wanted to find something a little different, a little more uh, cutting edge, a little more crazy, a little more that you would listen to and say, what the hell does that even mean? Top five things that we feel we really don't have the guts to do. People do crazy shit all the time, and I've always said I'll do anything – for a rise and anything for a laugh and anything for this show. But I think there's five things I'm probably not going to do, and, and these are them. Jewel, how's your list looking? Looking good? It looks good. I want you to go first, though. I was going to say, I had the feeling. I seen the look in your eyes. You kind of, you know, you know how the teacher does the look over the glasses <laughs> where their heads down. That's what Jewel was giving me that look just to say, you're first. <laughs> you can go on ahead. We both wear glasses while we do the show. Uh, so, yeah, she definitely gave me a look. All right, top five things that I don't think I have the guts to do, and number five is not all that exciting, but skydiving. I've seen it. I think it's cool as shit. Uh, Jill just threw a book across the room. These are uh, all the same. Uh, I'm going to hurt you. 
We got a tie at number five. Skydiving and stealing jewels. Top five answers because that book went flying across the studio. Jesus Christ! Skydiving is number five. It looks awesome. Um, you know, I know the chicks dig it, but I just don't know my my ending, and that scares me. I, I mean, I might splatter to my death and really don't know. So skydiving is a scary one. That's number five. Number four is uh, Rob Stewart. And I know it sounds well, yeah, we go to jail. But I mean, I've seen people steal shit, blatantly steal shit right in front of me, like right in their pocket. I'd be that guy to get caught. I would steal an M and M from like one of them giant bulk candy places. <laughs> I'd, get, I'd get caught. Yeah, I don't know how people I, have the balls to do that. I really don't. I, I know I don't people know. that do it all the time. I'm like, you're so ballsy. Like I would never have the balls to do that. I, I, I would get caught, and I'm getting yeah 20 years prison. Uh, number three is take hardcore drugs. I, I, I'm afraid of hardcore drugs. I am. I mean, we've all done special little things in life. Uh, a couple of years back, God, probably about 10 years back, I had a rib injury. I got a script for Percocet. I took them for three days. My only results were delusion and constipation. If you can imagine having a broken rib and being constipated, yeah, I mean... <laughs> You might just kill yourself because that's the end of the line. Needless to say, the push was quite a problem. My friends found it funny. I didn't find it funny. I'm scared. I'm the kind of guy that'll take hardcore drugs one time and boom, it'll all be over. Yeah. So I'll stick to my beer. I'll stick to my beer and my alcohol. <laughs> Number two, walk on a nude beach. Um, yeah. I would gladly be a spectator, but I don't want anybody, you know, looking at me walking around naked. It's not a great picture. It's really not. Um, my wife <sighs> likes it. Some ladies might like it. I don't think it's worth giant mass display. So, yeah, walking on nude feet. <laughs> definitely not my thing. And number one, no disrespect to my wife, sex in public. You see these videos? <laughs> no, there's so many videos out there now of people at, like, sporting events, like, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Having sex, excuse me, having sex. I, I've seen oral sex. I've seen people, I mean, guys getting it from you behind. Seen it? At, oh, shit. You see one of these videos, and people are posting these videos on Facebook. Like, it's pretty damn gutsy. I mean, first of all, again, it kind of ties in with being nude in public. I don't want people watching my ass rocking back and forth in public. I, I don't need it. You don't need to see it. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's my top five. There's five things. You'll probably never catch me doing. That just ain't got to go. That was a good list. Oh my god! Thank you very much. I have, I have to do the same. <laughs> <Your turn. laughs> but uh, okay. I have to say, okay. the sex in public. We were in Atlantic City <laughs> when me and Mike oh. first started dating, and we were on the beach. And it was like, I don't know, not super late, like at eleven o'clock. But like there was, we were sitting in like the lifeguard stand. There's this couple like doing it, like. Not even ten feet away. I'm like, oh my god! Like, people love doing it on the beach. And then a family walked by, and they're like, oh my god, do you see them? (laughs) (laughs) They had little kids with them and everything. I'm like, oh my god. So yeah, that was funny. I do have two of the same of your answers, but it's fine. And this probably the same order too. But uh, (laughs) yeah, number five, skydive. I'm just. No, you would have to push me out, and then I'd probably cry. I'd probably <laughs> love it afterwards, like the thrill and all that, like the rush. It's actually like flying. Um, I do want to do that iFly they have in King of Prussia that's 
skydiving simulator. Yeah, uh, cool. I think that'd be super cool, but I, I'm, I'm really afraid of heights, even though I'll, I'll go on, like, crazy rides, but, like, roller coasters and stuff like that, but not, like, the ball that shoots you in the air, like, shoots you in the sky, and it, it's just hanging on by a thread. Those kind of rides scare the shit out of me. So, um, yeah, Station. we'll never skydive. skydive. Uh, number four, hard drugs. I just would never have the guts to even attempt. Um, I'm a put. I'm like I'm just a a punk. Like I like my beer. I like being in. You know, I like knowing what I'm doing. Like even even yeah. uh, I don't know. Even the marijuana. Like that's kind of iffy because you know you could be paranoid and you can be out of your head. Like that just it scares me. So I'd rather you know just stick with my beer and uh. Have a good time and be a good time and not be crazy on hard drugs. Hard drugs just scare the crap out of me. So You yeah. are a good time when you're drinking. Oh, thank you. Same to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Number three, I can't do horror anything. Like, can't do haunted houses. I can't walk in a room and have people, like, jump out and scream in my face and try to grab me. No, no, no. I, they've always scared the crap out of me. They scare the crap out of me still, and I don't have enough guts to do it, and it upsets Mike. And, um, the, yeah, the only way I would do it is, like, buried in his jacket or something that, like, buried my face, and I'd probably punch people on the way. But, yeah, I don't, like, <laughs> I like horror, but I don't want to be in a horror situation. So, um... Makes sense. Number two. Uh, number two is sing... Singing sober. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I, I love karaoke. I will do it. I'll do it badly. And after a couple beers, you will not catch me ever attempting to sing sober ever, ever, ever. Because that is frightening, terrifying. So, yeah, none of that. And number one, crazy piercing or tattoos. And I have, ta- well, I have two tattoos. That's not you know, a lot by any means today, but it's just I tattoos in weird places that are too big or like can't be erased. Like that's on there forever. That's pretty frightening. So and nobody's uh, piercing you like right below the waist, you're saying. Yeah, no no no. No <laughs> no crazy piercings. Um I was thinking about I actually went to get my nose pierced in college and it was like older creepy man. And pierced my friend in a no-no place, and I went there for support for her. So, two no-no places, if you know what I'm talking about. And and I was like, yo, buddy, like I'm thinking about getting my nose pierced. Like, what do you, what do you think? Like, what what your price is? Whatever. Like, you know, how long would it take? And he's like, oh, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I'm like, what? I was like, why not? And he's like, well, your nose is lopsided, and it would draw attention to one side of your face. I'm like, oh, <laughs> screw you. You're not getting my business. And I never thought about it again. I was like, screw it. I'm not getting my nose done. So, yeah, they're kind of oh, turning me off. Wow. Piercings and large tattoos in um, oh, general visible areas. My top five. Or, or your genitalia. Um, no, I've got my balls no. pierced. No, no. Oh, okay. I got my I got my <laughs> testicles pierced. 
Yeah, right. Huh. Let me be sitting here right now. It scares me. All right, so uh, let's run down the fabulous top five. We had a tie at number five. We each said Skydive. Terrific. Uh, my number four, Rob Astore. Number three, Take Hardcore Drugs. Number two, Walk on a New Beach. And number one, Do the Rat-A-Tat in Public. That ain't happening. Uh, Jules was a skydive, uh, also hard drugs, anything horror to be involved in, horror, I agree with that, singing sober, I've seen Jules sing tipsy, it's not as bad as she tells you, it's pretty good, <laughs> and number one, uh, risque piercings or tattoos, like in your crotch. I, but, <laughs> um, um, um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 fainting. All right. So um real quickly, World Series game 7 about to start shortly. It's the Dodgers. It's the Houston Astros. Who do you like? Who do you got? Who do you want? Jewel real quickly. Who's winning game 7 tonight? I'm really not following, but I have to root for the Astros because, you know, Houston needs some celebration happening this year. That's my yeah. take. I like that. No, that's pretty good. A lot of people are like, oh, Chase Utley plays for the Dodgers. Well, we're not the Dodgers. We're the, we're the Phillies. I don't give a shit where Chase Utley plays right now. He's not yeah. coming to my house. I don't care. I don't care. You know, he won his World mm-hmm. Series here. So I'm going to stick with uh, Houston Astros also. Uh be nice to see somebody different finally win this thing. be nice to see it finally end November 1st. Baseball in November. Nice to see it end. So, yeah, we're, uh, we've got a pair of Astros. Uh, good luck to Houston Astros tonight. Good luck to both teams. Um Got some Philly teams in action tonight, too. The Flyers uh, played the Chicago Blackhawks. That should be a good game. Uh, that's coming on shortly as well. So, um, yeah, let's go to some topics of discussion. We're going to talk about another absolute positive dick-headed asshole who should be burned at the stake. Absolutely. New York City terror attack, the deadliest since 9-11. Ten people were killed, a dozen more injured, blocks away from the World Trade Center. 29-year-old from Uzbekistan did this in the name of ISIS. But yet they had the nerve to say he acted alone, and this wasn't a group terrorist act. Here we are, Jewel, another asshole. Uh, terrorist act, you think, or just one it is? I mean, I think, like, uh, he he was, like, researching them, and who knows how involved he was into it. But, um, you know, it's just senseless, nevertheless, and... um yeah, on a holiday, like it, the people that were killed were just visitors, and you know, um, it's just it's a damn shame. But uh, New York had its annual Halloween parade that night. They all celebrated. it. They didn't let it get in the way. Um, and yeah, it's just crazy, senseless tragedy. What what was your take on it? It's um, to me, it's gotten to a point where it is full blown ridiculous. Um, and terrorists more or less are, are cowards. You know, they don't, they, they hide, they sneak, they plot, and they attack innocent people. Um, you know, maybe ISIS should get their own country, and let's uh, let's do a, a mano-a-mano little war thing and see how long they last. Cowardly nonsense bullshit. city of New York has been through enough. Uh, this country's been through enough. And this is why when we talk about shit about unity and sticking together as people, this is the kind of shit we're talking about. Again, pump your pants down because everybody's worried about Donald Trump this, and uh, black and white America that, and uh, let's focus on America, shall we? Because it, it, that feeds to these kind of assholes, these lowlifes, and you feel with nothing better to do with their time than uh, senselessly killing people. And uh, I think it's a joke. 
and I'm sick of it. And, uh, you know, somehow, somewhere there's got to be uh, some kind of justice for the uh, for the people who lost loved ones. Well, he didn't die, I don't think, so maybe I think they're getting information out of him. I think they should put him in, in the, the center of, uh, let's say, Times Square. You know, New Year's Eve's coming. Put him in Times Square, and uh, let's pull out his fingernails one at a time. Um, let's um, slowly... Him eat, though. Slowly slice his head open with a razor or something like that. Let's let let's let people constantly kick him in the balls. You know, stuff like that. That's how I'd handle it. Yeah. Perini for president. <laughs> Perini for president. Stupid sure. radio show. My first nomination. Jeff Perini for president. <laughs> Kicking people in your balls who commit crimes will be huge. <laughs> That's <laughs> pretty birthday. good. That's pretty good. Thank you very much. Well, people were Thank calling you, you Donald a- Trump. But that I I know I guess you know, I, yeah. In case I use this wig, it's still here. In case I use the wig next year, I got to get my uh, my act down it. I'm gonna look great. Come over a little bit. It's going to be huge. So. That's pretty Wendy good. Wendy Williams, thank you. Wendy Williams. Um 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 um. Yeah. Um um um. Wendy Williams apparently fainted live on air yesterday. She was wearing the Statue of Liberty costume and. A lot of people say, oh, I think she used to be a dude, and this and the other thing, it's a lot of surgery, but I think Wendy Williams is hot. Anyway, she was dressed as a Statue of Liberty, and uh, some people thought she had a stroke because of her speech. Like, she had absolutely just lost her train of thought. What she was saying went uh, all kind of blank, and then fainted. It was pretty scary. It looked scary. She came back out to finish the show. She never missed the show. We'll celebrate 1,500 episodes in a couple of weeks. Some people say it was a stunt. Me and Joel watched it. What do you think, Joel? I don't know. I'm torn. Like, it did dramatic, like, the way she went down. Um, and and I don't know. And she said on air today, because I actually watched that episode yesterday, but I didn't watch that part. It happened, like, at the end of the show when she was announcing people, and she, like, messed up with the word. Like, the word was contestant. She said caress. And then she just lost it. She said she was sweating. I didn't see any sweat on her. Um, I just saw her say, um, 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 and then back up and just drop like a sack of potatoes. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, we were talking about our passing out stories. Like, I have passed out <laughs> from heat. And, um, yeah, you just sort of fall where you fall. Like, everything gets blurry. Your mind gets a little crazy. And then... uh you just fall, and you don't know what happened. Um, they said she was dehydrated. She said, you know, she's going through the change. She's going through menopause. She's like 53, and uh, she felt like she was on fire. So that could have been a cause, too, and she was just trying to be graceful how she went down. Who knows? But, um, yeah, I mean, you've passed out before, right? <laughs> yeah, sure have. I mean, um, on the Wendy Williams thing, I mean, she's got those massive canes. You tilt them just a little bit, and them suckers are going to carry your weight over. She is P-shaped, yes. Huge boobies. But, uh, yeah, I was getting out of a hot tub. I had a couple of drinks in me. I was at a party. I was in a hot tub. And I got out, and I was extremely lightheaded, extremely dizzy. And I think it might have just been dehydration or overheating, and I almost went down. So maybe, I mean, I can understand. It did seem a little dramatic. It was kind of a maybe a 10, 15 second delay before she actually went down. And she seemed to go down very snake-like, like, mm, instead of just plop. Yeah. So, who knows? I mean, we shouldn't really make a joke of it, because God forbid. But, um... Yeah, I love her. Yeah. I'm a fan, though. Oh, I, she's I, great. you know, 
I'm a fan. She's something. Um, she did finish the show, and she's proud of herself, and made a little joke about it. And so we we wish you well, Wendy Williams. Hopefully, this is just a uh, passing thing, a flash in the pan, if you will. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jewel came up with this. I'm not quite sure how to do this. I've been trying to do it all day. Hopefully, you can walk me through it. If you type the word brazier, B-R-A-D-I-E-R, in an iPhone camera roll, it will come brazier. up with – Isn't it brazier? Oh, brazier. I'm sorry. I misread it. Okay. I see it. Yeah, that makes sense. You spelled it wrong. So there, is it what I spelled it wrong. Anyway. Yeah, you spelled it wrong. Anyway, if you type in the word brazier okay. – in an iPhone camera roll, it'll come up with nude pics. Have you tried this? Have you seen this? I don't have an iPhone, and I don't have any nude pics on my phone. <laughs> but uh, maybe you should try it. Try oh, the like, nude pics yourself? Yeah, and your personal camera roll, if you type it in, you like your search yeah, bar. Yeah. Not just anyone. It's going to come up with uh, well, I, thought like, I thought it had, like, hacked pics of somebody. So I Over the shoulder boulder holders. <laughs> So I should type in giant snake-like penis. That 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 won't work. <laughs> Don't tell me you can't find. Uh, no searches found. What's that? No. 404 search error. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Not okay. on this but it's, it's For zeros, I thought it was with an S. You say it's with a Z. I, I don't know. I, I, how many times have you, have you had to type for zero? I was just typing it to you. That story went up and smooth, <laughs> lightning fast. Uh, I, I blew that story big time. That was terrible. Uh, That's fine. Okay, on to something else. Today on a um, internet radio station, a host made a total jackass of himself by calling Brazier Brazier. <laughs> and the other host spelled it wrong, so. That's <laughs> it. That was weird. I saw a phone call flash and drop. I hope we did not lose our guest tonight, Natalie Sharp. She's got a few minutes, so we'll see. Call came up for a second and dropped, but weirder things have happened. Maybe she's just trying to – you know where you got to, like, call on a radio station to win tickets or something? And then you call, and then you hang up just to have the number in your phone? Maybe that's the deal. No. Never happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do that all the time. If I have to, like, call yeah. someone in a rush, like if I'm winning – for Springsteen tickets. Oh, Never yeah, happened. okay, I get what you're saying there. I mean, you know, those contests are impossible. There's people that are actually trained to sit on phones for days on end and... Um, oh, my God. And playing with these said contests. That, you know that contest that was going on? It was like, bird is the word. It was going on for like four weeks. I tried twice a day to win that contest every day. Nope. Couldn't even get through. Really? Hmm. Yeah. It's rigged. Rigged, I tell you. That's rigged, and that that other what is that one that War of the Roses or whatever that that is so fixed, and people totally know they're on the air getting punked. Oh yeah, that's terrible. We should that's do that here. corny. No, that's a corny thing. <laughs> that is corny. It's not real entertainment. That shit's been done a million times over. Yeah. You know, like the morning zoo and the zookeepers and all that shit, and DJs that talk real fast and like this and hey guys and guys. That shit is so yesterday. Internet radio is, I mean, radio today is like this. Saying the words wrong, getting the story wrong, <laughs> talking about airing you know, your biggest fears, <laughs> airing your biggest fears, um, having a guest call in and missing their phone call. That's what it's all about. 
I have a story of you. When I interned on 94.1, I um, I don't know why. I do the, like, the same thing I do here. I told one of the guys that worked there, I'm like, you know, I really hate it when um, pointy things are in my face. Like, I can't have a knife. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. And he laughed, too. But I couldn't have a knife, like, facing me. I can't have scissors facing my direction. I can't walk down like a grocery aisle with those things like pointed at my head. Shut your mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is what happened there. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, a very sad moment for Mr. Mike Devlin. His love of his life does not like pointy things in her face. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> no. Just sharp objects. Yeah, my face. <laughs> That was too so from that point that on, like... every time I turned around, there would be, like, scissors in my face. I'm like, really? That is so dangerous. Uncalled for. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, we have That's derailed, as usual. <laughs> it's not even 9 o'clock yet. It's not even 8.30. <sighs> <sighs> well, if we'll uh, Natalie that. Sharp was on hold, we had just scared the shit out of her and probably won't be coming on. <laughs> But she's expecting on any minute. Natalie Sharp from um, the show Hit the Road. She'll be good. She's expected any moment. Um, if she has a guts, she's probably on another show doing her top five list of things she doesn't have the guts to do. And uh, big on the stoops, probably one of them because we're just a disaster tonight. Um, <laughs> I'm still looking at Brazier. I can't get it. <laughs> oh, my God. How do you smell Brazier? Like. <laughs> I really it? don't know. I always thought it was like a B R A S S I E. I don't know. Anybody knows how to sell Brazier? We have a new con- contest here on the stoop. <laughs> you spell <laughs> Brazier and you win a prize. All right. Uh, this looks like the moment we waited for. Let's okay. uh, let's make a move here and click on. And hopefully, we'll be welcoming our guest tonight, Natalie Sharp. Natalie, you with us? Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> this is so exciting. Wow. I, I didn't realize I'd be interrupting a radio show. <laughs> oh, no. It's, that's great. That's how we do it. We do it totally live. And uh, Jewel and I here, we just ramble about topics until the guest comes and boom, we go right to it. We want to thank you for wow. coming on. Yeah. Cool. You're here. You're live. 100% live. And you can say whatever you want. So if you want to say I'm um, saying hello, here you go. If you want to say that we're being shitty, you can say shitty. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Perfect. So uh, let's you get doing? right to it. So, uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, Joe. No, go ahead. So uh, let's get right to it. Tell us about your new show. I've seen uh, I've seen some of it, and I like it. It's called Hit the Road. Um, it's very funny. Uh, it stars Jason Alexander, and you're in it, of course. Uh, tell everybody out there about this brand-new show. Okay. Well, um, it films in my hometown of Vancouver, Canada, and uh, we shot over the summer. It's about, it's kind of a play on the Partridge family, which I yes. actually watched. Uh, my parents made me sit down and watch it when I was a kid, so that's hilarious because none of my friends know who the Partridges are. Um, <laughs> and, it's, uh, and it's about the traveling family band kind of circus lifestyle. We're all crammed. We're a big family crammed onto a tour bus. Uh, going from city to city and being constantly lied to by our father, Jason Alexander. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we get into some sticky situations, to say the least. 
<laughs> and your character, Rhea, she's the lead singer. Uh, can you tell us about her, and um, do you relate to her in any way? Yes, of course. Um, so Rhea is the uh, the kind of the spicy, uh, troublesome, rebellious daughter of the family. I like um, She's the oldest kid, of course. <laughs> and um, she does not want to be in this family band at all. She thinks it's the lamest thing. We all have to wear matching outfits like the Partridges, and they're so uncomfortable and lame. And so she wants to go off and start her own solo career and become the next big pop star like uh, Christina Aguilera. So this is really fun to play for me because, yeah, I know, we're aiming high here. Um, (laughs) This role is really fun for me because I actually started singing before I started acting. Um, And I'd always wanted to do uh, something that involved both. So uh, I feel like I really lucked out on this one. Um, Yeah, and she's kind of this character who's constantly trying to – am I allowed to swear – on this radio show? Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> well, okay. Well, she's kind of a bitch. Um, <laughs> and super it. sassy. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's just kind of trying to find herself. And she's only 17, so she's trying to grow up and figure out what that even means. And she has to do it with her entire family in very close quarters. So that's, uh, that's where most of the comedy comes from. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it looks no. good, and uh, you know, and we everybody roots for the bitch. Guys love watching shows where right. an attractive female well, plays a bitch. So. We love that. <laughs> yeah, we love that. <laughs> the so, girls can uh, relate. Yeah, speaking, yeah, girls. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of um, of your singing career, now I I saw that you know you started as a singer, but I heard the first mm-hmm. time you had an audition, you were asked to sing. You kind of burst into tears. You're a little shy. Um, tell us about yes. that. Have you broken that yet? <laughs> oh yes. Now, I mean, still, when my friends uh, are like, "Natalie, sing for us," I'm like, "You can't just tell me to just perform for you. That's like so <laughs> weird and breaks that like boundary." <laughs> now our friendship's weird. I don't know. It's so weird. Like, I'm not a puppet, guys. I am not a puppet. Dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, it's ridiculous. Um, but now I, I don't really have stage fright when it comes to singing. It's uh, what I love to do. Um, and so that first day was my first singing lesson ever. And oh wow, it's weird. I, yeah. So it's weird because I was talking to my mom about this and I specifically remember pointing at the TV, watching the Lizzie McGuire movie and saying, mom, I want to do that. And I meant, I want to act. And she put me into singing lessons. So there was like a miscommunication there. So this ended up being a total fluke, I think. Um, clearly, she didn't want me to go into acting, right? Um, <laughs> You're a great singer, <laughs> too. Um, <laughs> I've you. Re- Thank you. I've read that you were Sandy in Greece. Where did you uh, perform Greece at or on? <laughs> that was in Vancouver. It was like a um, – I did these summer camps when I was in elementary school and high school – and uh, this took place over the entire summer of, I think I was in grade seven, maybe I was in grade eight. And um, basically we just worked on this show and we put up this show and um, 
in Vancouver and in the community, and people just came to see it. And it was one of my first lead roles, uh, or one of the ones, like one of my bigger ones on stage. And it was one of the first times where I actually, like, got completely out of my comfort zone to sing in front of an audience. I I specifically remember coming off stage and being like, whoa, that felt different than every other time I (laughs) sung on stage. Like I like let go of everything and I just did it. And from that moment on, I knew that I actually genuinely love the stage. It's not something that I just grew up doing. That's awesome. Yeah, that is very awesome. Thank you. I love it. Um, so now you're getting into the and swing of this. And that video was actually on YouTube. Oh, really? Oh, oh it is. <laughs> we have to but, uh, now we got to <laughs> see it. Hold on. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Yeah, it's. <laughs> you can actually watch it. Uh, it's just a clip of "Hopelessly Devoted to You" on YouTube. My dad edited it together. What guy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be watching. We'll be watching yeah. later because I like your stuff. I I, I find you very. Oh, talented. thank you. Absolutely. Wow. I, would, I, would, I would definitely watch Fine. that. Um, so, <laughs> tell us about um, tell us a little more about the new show. Obviously, Jason Alexander. We all know him from Seinfeld, and he had great success. He's done a lot of movies. He's a great right. actor. Uh, what is it like being on the set with him? And what's it like being on the set with your co-host? Tell us a little something about what goes on behind the scenes. All right. So, Jason, from the minute I met him which was my first in-the-room audition because I had to do a series. Well, I started off um, putting myself on tape for the role, and then okay. uh, next, thing I know, I, um, next thing I know, I got uh, auditioned to go in the room in uh, L.A., and I didn't know who Jason Alexander was. Um, I'm <laughs> wow. so sorry. I am so sorry. I just hey, that's didn't right. grow up with Seinfeld. I, I didn't watch Seinfeld. And uh, I did actually know him from Cinderella, but, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cinderella, not I forgot he was in that. It's not like it's George Costanza. Um, oh. And so I remember my friend, my best friend, Tiara, she's on Riverdale. Um, she was FaceTiming me for the role, and she's like, yo, you know this is for Jason Alexander, right? I'm like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what the title says, Jason Alexander Project. <laughs> And she's like, no, 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 but I don't think you understand. Like, do you realize who, do you know who that is? I'm like, yeah, he's like a, he's like a comedian, right? Like, he's funny. Like, I I know I've seen his face before. She goes, no, like, no, like, this is George Costanza. Like, my, my, you know, and she was, she's a huge fan. And so that's when I realized that, oh, my God, I've missed out. And, like, he's huge. Um, and he was there my first audition. And thank God I wasn't so hard of a fan or, you know, because it was enough to recognize his face. So I didn't just walk by him and, or, you know, not <laughs> introduce myself to him. That would have been so embarrassing. Um, but a good story, though. A fan, <laughs> yeah. so I wasn't like on the floor crying at his feet. Um, yeah. That would have been Jeff here. First, Jeff's a huge George fan. It would have been <laughs> horrific. Uh, but he was so gracious in the room. I remember I walked into this big, big um, kind of office room, and um, there were like 10 people in there, and he was reading lines with me. And we were acting as Rhea, who's my character, and Ken. So it was like very father-daughter. And I remember he would just work with me like an acting coach versus, you know, when you just go into an audition and you're in there for maybe three minutes, you're in, out. 
uh, you rarely get this time to really work um, and workshop the, this relationship and this scene. And so that was a huge surprise to me. I felt like I was in, you know, an acting class, and they're really investing their time into me. Um, and then when I got it, I mean, he was he just carried that all on set. I mean, he was basically our acting coach on set, and he kind of took us all under his wing and uh, taught us the uh, comedic chops and the timing and the rhythm and uh, gave us amazing notes. He was basically like, he became our dad on and off set um, when we were awesome. filming. And, you know, I respect him so much, so, so much. He's amazing. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Uh, it's actually, like, uh, similar for me. I My first radio gig was with Danny Bonaducci from the Partridge family. And, again, like... Okay. I watched a Porsche family when I was little, but, you know, you don't understand the magnitude until you're, like, into it. So, yeah, it's really funny. Uh, how was everyone else on set? Do you have any funny stories about, like, your time or oh. any crazy stories that happened yet? <laughs> the, I, I've gotten this question a lot, and it's so funny because everything we did, like, we became such a family that it all wasn't, like um, – we our whole experience was just full of these special moments and like family like moments that because we felt like a family it's so hard to remember specific funny stories because everything was funny everything was like we all love each other so much and we would uh after every single take we would just be laughing or you know sometimes we got um yelled at because we got so distracted and and just like doing our own little thing which is hilarious um it, it really didn't feel like we were working which was awesome right. i remember jason we were all stuck in a tent we were filming in a tent um in the summer but vancouver i don't know if anyone knows is basically a rainforest so it rains literally all the time and um so we're supposed to be filming in this tent they are trying to, the crew is trying to set up for the rain because we, we have to get out of the tent and on the street. This actually takes place in the second episode um, where we're in line for like this uh, America's Got Talent show. And so we were in this tent for quite a bit of time and Jason just started, I mean, we would jam. We'd all start jamming together because we're all very musical people. And then he started like, Whipping out all these, um, not, they're not called jokes. They're, um, uh, what are they called? Um, hmm. Riddles. Riddles? Riddles, okay. Riddles? Riddles? Is that, is that the word? Um, yeah. And Riddle is kind of a so joke where you have to guess the answer or something like that. Yeah, basically. But they were yeah. very okay. complex. And then... And then we started to, and then we all would get so heated because we all thought that we knew the answer, and we're like, "Yo, you're wrong, Jason." He's like, "I guys, I'm, I'm the one who, like, I know the actual answer." And we just all started like, "Oh, it got so heated in that tent. It was hilarious." And um, and then he start, uh, he starts doing magic tricks. So like, oh, wow. Jason, he's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve. I don't know, like, he's <laughs> apparently he wanted to be a magician. Before wow. we started acting, like it's yeah, it was it was actually hilarious. The other time that I actually remember us 
well, on my part, you know, totally screwing up is when we're all on the bus and we have to um, all fall because we've, like, popped our tire. And so it's, like, chaos in the bus. And Nick falls on me. He's my brother. And I and we get into this little fight because um, he's, like, too close to me. It's, like, gross. And I <laughs> kick him in the face accidentally. And I accidentally <laughs> kicked him directly in the face. Uh, which, which was, yeah. He was fine, though. He was fine. Uh, Did that make the show, you kicking him? I am, I'm hoping so. I think that'll be yeah. in the sixth episode. <laughs> uh, so be hilarious. I'm, I'm really, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely hoping to see that. Well, I mean, being a guy, I think it's better that you kick him in the face than then kick him in the balls. I, I'm sure he's thankful for that. Right. Yeah, face is Probably. a lot, a lot, a lot better. Yeah, it's better. So I got that. So, um, right. I got that. So you're 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 filming in Vancouver. You're in Canada. Are you basically based out of Canada? Do you have a U.S. residence, or is that pretty much your home? I actually go to school here. When I say here, I'm in Los Angeles. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm in my final year of college. And, um, you know, just thankfully, uh, this show filmed over the summer, which was just happened to be perfect timing. And the fact that it filmed in my home was even more perfect. So I got to go go home for the summer as I normally would, but then I'm doing what I love every single day. And then we rack when I get to come back to school. (laughs) It was... um, Yeah. It's yeah, it's very weirdly perfect. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. convenient. Um mm-hmm. I heard you had a business minor, is that right? Um what do you yes. what are your plan what are your plans with that? Do you wanna someday have your own company or where do you think that um, will take you? Well, I really admire my agents and managers and I feel like that would be a really cool job. Um fighting for people you know I've always thought that was really cool but then also I just wanted to go to college for something yes I'm a theater major but I um the well the deal was with my dad he's a he's a business guy he was like Natalie if you're going to college minor in business like you can do your dream but then you have to have your backup yeah (laughs) there you go sure which is really (laughs) smart my brother and I both did that and um so yeah, I'm I'm thankful. I uh, I actually love the business courses I'm taking, and it really opens my eyes to that other side of the industry that I feel like every actor and actress should know about. That's that's really great. It's good they have a lot to fall back mm-hmm. on, and it's funny because we we've had a few young actresses on the show recently who said their parents are very involved. Their parents really look out for them, and I think that's a great thing because you know everybody needs guidance. Um, how influential are your parents um, in your career and, and moving forward? Are they very supportive? Do you hear from them regularly? Uh-huh. And, you know, how do they play into it? Oh, yeah. My parents are the most supportive people ever. But they are smart supportive because, I mean, they weren't they weren't overbearing in my uh, career. Um, like, I never really had a stage mom. My it was more my dad. They decided that uh, when I was young, and when I decided I actually wanted to go into, act, into acting, um, my they decided that my dad would kind of handle my career. Um, okay. And uh, so yeah, they they put me into acting classes, and you know they really invested a lot of money and driving <laughs> into um, 
<laughs> into what I love to do. But then also they taught me that um, uh, what did they teach me? Well, they they also put me into everything when I was a kid. They never wanted me to. Um, I mean, they would have welcomed a, a career when I was uh, a kid, of course. But I'm so sure. happy that they broadened my focus and my uh, opportunities and um, like I got to do sports I got to go to a regular school I got to have that childhood and have those other passions other than acting and I think that's really important for just growth in general and um, so yeah I consider myself really 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 lucky um, to be doing to feel like I'm doing everything that I wanted and I have them to thank for that Awesome. <laughs> no, that's, that's really great. And yeah. um, I heard, I heard uh, that a couple of years ago you wanted to be on a series and be a series regular. And is this so? This is pretty much your dream gig, then, huh? And the singing along with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, singing. You know, I for some reason I uh, I realized that singing was more of a hobby. Singing and songwriting became more of a hobby. I love mm-hmm. to do it. I would always uh, if someone came up to me and was like, we want you to have this singing career. We've written all these songs for you. We want you to travel the world. I'd be like, oh, yeah. But I'm not going <laughs> to go out and um, pursue that as much as I want with acting. Um, wait, what was the question? <laughs> oh, I was just I, like, it, it's cool that you got to, you know, put singing and acting together. But what what is your favorite type of music? Like if you had to play something or sing anything, what would it be? Oh, um, uh, for acting or for singing? For singing, just in general, like what's your favorite okay. bands or I, artists you're into? Yeah, I, I self-taught guitar, um, so that huh? means I'm not incredibly confident in my guitar because I've never had a lesson. <laughs> um, but uh, I would love to be like, but Christina Aguilera is my favorite singer um, oh, in the world, great. and I really look up to her. Yeah, and um, so, yeah, I really like that, you know, I really like ballads and um, songs that really showcase the artist's voice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Pop, you know, maybe a little bit of rock. Very nice. <laughs> All right, makes sense. All right, <laughs> yeah. sounds good. Um, so we're going to ask you real quick um, to sing for us. We're going to ask you to sing the theme song to Departure Family. Yeah, right. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> the Partridge <laughs> Family. <laughs> I don't even I know that I, one. Do they ever yeah, do that song? Oh, come on, get <laughs> Come on, go and help us. I ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah, please. please. Do it. Yeah, please. <laughs> do it. Do I just it. said do I won't, I won't sing sober, and I'm I'm painfully sober right now. So oh, that's, that's, that's on my uh, list of not to do's. All right, so nobody's singing. No pressure. Um, so, yeah, thanks, Jeff. Uh, no problem. So who are some of your inspirations in music, and who are some of your inspirations in acting? Like, who are some of your your favorites, besides Christina Aguilera, of course? Who do you like in the acting stage? You know, what kind of music do you look up to? Uh, tell us a little bit about everything that inspires you um, to be where you are. Okay, well, um, when I was a kid, That's So Raven was my favorite TV show. That definitely <laughs> okay. inspired me. Sorry? No, that's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, that's so Raven. Um, I grew up in a house where we always would sit down 
um, together and watch the Oscars. That was kind of our family thing that we did. It wasn't really about watching sports. It was about the Oscars. And um, so I grew up, you know, having that as being a huge importance in my life. And uh, my brother, obviously, is a director. And so we would always watch movies that were, like, quality, quality movies, analyze the cinematography, analyze the acting, analyze the directing, analyze the screenwriting, um, instead of just sitting down and watching movies to enjoy them. Like, um, so we weren't really a comedic, well, we're, we're comedic to each other, but um, when it comes to, like, the Seth Rogen comedy, comedy movies, I just never grew up watching those. We'd always watch these dark, you know, intense, uh, passionate mm. movies with, like, huge character arcs and huge uh, storylines. And um, uh, David Fincher is my brother's favorite director, and mine is Christopher Nolan. I oh, awesome. love everything he has done to He's great. Um, Interstellar, man, like I want to do an action-adventure sci-fi movie that complete, like a smart movie that totally twists your mind and just like expands your mind and makes you think. I love those kind of, kinds of movies. Um, and my favorite actors and actresses, I... Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is probably my favorite yep. actor right now. Um, just, I mean, all his work is, I would love to work with him. That's like a long shot, but I would love to work with him. Jake, if you're listening, you never if you're know. listening. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, yeah. <laughs> Anybody got the contact um, Jake Gyllenhaal, we got somebody great for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, I think then my favorite actor is probably, um, I love Neil Kunis, and I love Oh, yeah. um, Jennifer Lawrence, for sure. Yeah. I definitely you, you look up to them because like they're Jennifer young, Lawrence. but they're older. But oh well, thank you. you yeah, know, you yeah. guys have like the same cool tune. It's it's pretty cool. Um, do you think you would ever try directing? Yes, one hundred percent. When I was on Hit the Road, I would always sit uh, with Jerry, and who's our director, and. I would just ask him questions and, you know, watch, watch the monitors and get that other perspective of what we're doing, which was like a huge learning experience. And um, I find that really, really interesting. Um, yeah. And I also grew up watching my brother. So I feel like it's just inevitable that my brother and I are going to end up directing something together or, you know, yeah. That's, and your, your brother, oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, your brother just directed we, uh, uh, a, a film, right? Could you could yeah. you talk about that and plug it for the audience? Yeah, sure. He just directed a short film. Um, it's called Ziggy's Will, and it's about a. Um, it's going to go the festival route, which is really really exciting. Nice. Um, and they want to kind of do what Whiplash did, where they filmed, uh, you know, like a a couple scenes. Um, and then it was kind of like a teaser for what, for like doing a feature and getting people to really sink their teeth in and then to try and uh, get on board to make this feature happen kind of thing. So that's their goal. Um, it's about a uh, kind of split family 
and uh, it's called Ziggy's Will. It's about um, Ziggy has a will, of course. Uh, he dies, and it's about the family trying to live up to what Ziggy wrote in his will, which involves a huge road trip. And it's it's really, it's really good and um, passionate and dark, and there's a lot of heart in it. It's it's a uh, it's life changing. Um, <laughs> great. Yeah, I'm really proud of him, for sure. That's awesome. Congratulations to him and and you as well. Sounds like a a talented family, and that's exciting. And we like hearing real stories. That's what we do here. We listen to real stories. We're not here for scandalous interviews. We like to just know what what makes people tick and what makes them pop. And I like everything yeah. we've seen about you so far. And you're great to talk to. Um, I guess be, before we go. Um, again, the show is Hit the Road. It is on the Audience Channel, which you can find on Direct Now and Direct TV. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Tuesday nights, 10 p.m. And you can see the lovely Natalie Sharp there. Natalie, what else do you have coming up on the horizon? Is this it for now? You got new projects? What's next for you? Well, I do have graduation. <laughs> Yay! Congrats! Uh, Congratulations! Huge. Yes, I I did a movie called Live Like Lion um, last year, and I had to miss a semester of school. And so this, I've been kind of strategic with my classes, and I'm taking too many, of course, so that I can graduate <laughs> with my class on time. Um, awesome. And so it would be great. Of course, I would love to book something else. In the meantime, that is always my dream. But it would also be kind of great to just – do graduation, get it out of the way, and then go out into the world and, and keep working and doing whatever. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. We wish you the best of luck. You're doing great, and you're going to continue to do great. So thank you so much for being oh, on. thank you so, so much. Yeah, thank you yeah, for having thank me. Yeah, thank you. I mean, oh, it sounds like you got a very busy schedule between school and work and TV. Thank and you. Yeah, we we can't appreciate it enough. <laughs> we really thank you for coming on. Everybody, um, she's beautiful. She's funny. She's talented. Check her out, Natalie Sharp. Again, it's Hit the Road. Uh, it's an AT&T original show. It comes on Tuesday nights at 10 on the Audience Channel. Natalie, thank you so very much for being on. We'd like to welcome you back again in the future. What do you think? Of course. That would be so fun. Yay. Terrific. <laughs> and by then you'll be a yeah. college grad and you can make us all sound uh, less intelligent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very much, very much worth the time, Natalie. We loved it. Thank you so much for coming on, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye. 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 Well, that was wonderful. She is uh, spunky. Like she said, her character is she's spunky, and she's attractive, and she's fun. She could sing. Just an overall great talent. Natalie Sharp. Yeah. Um, we yeah. we root for people like that. And we we get them on here, and um, it's kind of funny. They are they are they are as excited to be here as we are at, to have them. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely more excited for them. I guarantee you that. Um, but the show, like I said, it's uh, it, it looks funny. I've seen pieces of it, and she's good. Um, I like yeah. the way she called herself a, her character like a bitch. Not a little bit. Yeah. Like yeah, I said, you know, a... I, I like. Stubborn, sassy, but, you know, they all have heart, so I can't wait to see more of it. No, I agree. Uh, Same here. And, you know, like I said, show me a guy that doesn't like an attractive blonde that's going to put you in your place. It's fun. We like that stuff. 
I like any yeah, color of them. hair when it puts me in my place. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Wendy Williams backing up India. <laughs> um, 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 um. Uh, shit. Oh. Now, I see Jules got an extra giggly and, and silly, and I just noticed it's hit nine o'clock. So that's, uh, you know, it's that is that time when shit does hit the fan here at nine o'clock. I like to do a little something if I can. Uh, because it went over so well on Monday, and a lot of people responded that I'd like to do it again. What I would like to do, she was going to be like, The Rock, like the people's eyebrow there. <laughs> Man, that's actually pretty neat, the way you hit that. Scared. Uh, I can't do the other side. Fun. Just the one side. That's right, one side. One <laughs> like side. The rock. I can't do half. <laughs> now, it's nothing, it's nothing cagey or nothing scary from Monday. It's um, it's the cover of Epic by Hale Sagan. Uh. Nice. Uh, yeah, relax. My clothes aren't anywhere. <laughs> <Some breeze. laughs> Things fully dressed. Uh, would you like to hear it again? Yes, I loved it. All right, we we got it dialed in. And one of the things that we like to do here on the stoop, we we have guests on. They bring us uh, their music, which we love. But you know, we have no problem in playing it again, um, except for tonight because it looks like uh, I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> That went really well. Oh, no, okay. We, we got it. We got it. We got it. Jeez. I tell you what, can we get a new host? Can that would have been an epic fail. Ah. <laughs> but, um, but, um, it's not the same. We have a, a great, wonderful co-host. We get great guests, and the host absolutely blows the show up because he's awful. But uh, anyway, for you people who are nice enough to stay tuned with us and listen, we're going to play it again. It is Hale Sagan and last night's, uh, or rather Monday's guest, Sagan Amory, doing the cover of Faith No More's Epic. It's so great. We're playing it again right here on the stoop. So give it a listen, and we'll be back in maybe about five minutes. Stay tuned. Cause 
had to play it again. Wow. All right. Nice. Big round of applause, of course. Uh, Monday night's guest, Hale Sagan, and their cover of Epic Faith No More classic. Kind of the song to put Faith No More on the map, and we absolutely love it. And they told us a story about what brought it to their attention. They did that Monday night. We played it. We played it again tonight because we love friggin' music. So if you're going to send music to us, we're going to play it more than once. We're not that radio station that gets cute because you're here and say, hey, let's play your song, and then it goes away. That's not us. Yeah, no. No, that's not us. No. I tried to get a sound bite of uh, Natalie Sharp singing, so we played it over and over again. But I knew the rules. I was totally teasing her because she said, you know, it's awkward for for people to ask her to sing. So we're yeah, do that. no. <laughs> so, Don't play so anyone in, on the spot. Our, right, exactly. So in our stead, Jewel sung, and I apologize to the listening audience. <laughs> what the hell did I sing? I didn't sing. You were singing. Damn it. Church fan. Uh, it's a disaster. It's an absolute disaster. You're an absolute disaster. Come on, get happy. Um, without she probably had no idea who Vanna Gigi was if she didn't know who uh, George was. <laughs> but she watches the Portrait Family, so she would have to know who Vanna Gigi was. Maybe. Right? You Maybe. never know. I, just, I was kind of waiting for her response, but, you know, kids these days don't know what's good. Um... <laughs> Let's get into a couple more topics. Uh, and here's one that I saw the other day. And uh, could be the new host of the, of the Stoop down the, lo- down the road in 10 more years, maybe. Um, artificial intelligence, of course, AI, something very big right now. Uh, and you see it more and more, uh, robots, human robots, all this crazy shit. And scientists are working harder to make them smarter. Uh, apparently, I read an article the other day where they have now been able to decipher CAPTCHA. They've been able to outsmart capture. You know that shit where you type something in and it says, which one of these pictures does not have a street sign? Yeah, like stuff like that. Now, the robots uh, have are being programmed to actually work their way around those. So, you know. We're, well, that we're seems like so up. simple to do. If, like, people can steal your identity and all this stuff, like, how can they not detect the street sign, you know? Like. Well, right, exactly, but but for a robot to suddenly get it, they said there's a lot of different degrees and, and patterns of mind thought, oh, but they're shit. getting it, and they're getting the hang I know. Um, what do you think the future would look like if robots are too intelligent? Um, I don't know if you saw it, but I believe that Black Mirror, every single episode will become a reality because it's so scary, and it's all about technology, and what it seems like it could be real. Like, Like, there's this one this one episode and everyone wears contacts and when you wear the contacts it records everything so like your whole life could be recorded if you want and you can go back and you can um look at anything you can like look at the birth of your kid or like or like a job interview that's what the guy was doing so uh yeah that's how the guy found out that his girl was cheating on him because he looked at her lenses and then and then another episode it was um you know, like a Twitter feed, and if if so many people voted on a Twitter feed, that's what would happen in real life, or that's how like actions were decided. So yeah, if you if you haven't watched Black Mirror on Netflix, go take a look. It's a mind f. Uh, I'm gonna have to forewarn you, but every episode is like, what the hell did I just watch? And oh my god, that could happen, like a like a Handmaid's Tale. So uh, yeah, it's creepy. That's my kind of creepy though, because it's, I just find it so scarily interesting. 
Yeah, and the, and the fact that it's possible. That's what scares me. Yeah. Shit that's possible scares me. Stuff mm-hmm. that's like way overblown, like a you know, 900-pound dragon, that doesn't scare me. This stuff scares me. Yeah. And, you know, artificial intelligence, they're working harder, and, you know, you can't help but think of good boomerang. And then what? Uh, the list of Hollywood names is growing, and this is getting more sickening, and it's got to come to an end soon, folks. Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Spacey, Jeremy Piven, actors are being acu- accused, accused of sexual misbehavior, sexual assaults, uh, sexual uh, molesting, grabbing, whatever the hell the word is you want to use. Um, it's happening to interns, happening to young actresses, uh, models. Uh, they're all coming out of woodwork now and saying that different Hollywood people are making them uncomfortable. How much of this is real? How much is it? How much of this do you think is just grasping at a straw, uh, putting people in bad places? Where are we getting with this? It's going to be a mess. I don't know. I mean, most of these people coming forward are legit, <laughs> solid actresses and actors that have nothing to prove. Like, it, it, and they're they're going after like. Like they're telling their true stories of 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 people who are Kevin Spacey. He's a damn like icon, you know, and and he's yeah. going down for this, and and as he should. I mean, he attacked a 14 year old Anthony Rapp, and and he tried to cover the story by um, coming out. And all of my gay friends that I know, they're like, yo, don't freaking hide underneath our rainbow. Like, no, you you. Committed a crime. Can't hide under this. And um, I'm just happy to see people coming forward, honestly. Like, if it's going to come out, let it let it be known. You know, me too and, and her too. And and say your story. Don't be afraid. If any time's the time, now is the time. And uh, my cousin, Jessica Barth, she's leading her own charge. And she is determined on bringing as many stories as possible out into the forefront and she actually has I'll, I'll get this for you maybe next time but uh an email if you look at her twitter and her instagram she has a, a personal email that you can email and um and tell your story to her and she'll well, she has the resources to um try to help as many people as possible and she's being um bombarded and and you know she she wants people to share and share as much and, and take these creeps out. Like you did it, you committed it. And, uh, yeah, if some, if some justice can be done, then I'm all for it. So if you got a story, don't be afraid to tell it, I guess is the moral. Agreed. I, I agree. But now it's going to get stricter where, you know, more evidence is going to be needed and it makes it tough. I mean, Jeremy Piven came right out and said, you know, this this absolutely never happened. I don't know where this woman got this story from. And, of course, innocent until proven guilty. And he's been mentioned mm-hmm. once, Kevin Spacey's mentioned once, where our man Harvey Weinstein's been mentioned many a time. So it's a little different. If, if a lot of people are coming out and saying, yep, he did that to me too, now you got to yeah. defend yourself. Um, and I know when I bring up stories, and, again, I don't condone any kind of violence towards women, but now you have like Ezekiel Elliott, and he's on again and off again with the NFL with his suspension uh, of an alleged beating of his girlfriend at the time. There's no evidence. There's no case. He's been made an example of, and meanwhile, there's a guy in Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, and there's a video of Mixon punching a girl flat in the face. Like, there's a video of him in college punching a girl flat in the face. He did not serve a day of NFL suspension. He's 
playing. He's living his life. He's doing his thing. And here's Elliot, who even said, hey, I don't – this didn't happen. There's no evidence of this, and you continue to try to punish me. This is where this gets to be a problem because so many people are coming up with, with their sides of the story. It's tough, and you just – Really, we don't live in a perfect society, but Jesus Christ, you have to know that punching a woman, groping a woman, uh, a man groping another man, all this stuff is is bad behavior. Child, it's bad behavior. Yeah, child. A child is. I mean, even no offense to women, but a child is even worse than. No, well, than the, a woman. I'm just saying child because like the the one intern was 17, Anthony Rapp was 14. Right. Like they're, they're children. Like that's children. Right. Exactly. But I was gonna say. The commissioner um, came forward about Ezekiel Elliott and and pretty much said the hammer was getting laid on him because of the blowback with Ray Rice. Ray Rice had a yeah. – that video was everywhere. Like everyone exactly. freaking saw you, dude. And um, so that has to be the example. But I believe, you know, fitting to the crime. So, I mean – he deserves a harsh punishment. I, I mean, if no evidence was made on Ezekiel Elliott, like we talked about before, like how much can you punish the guy? Yeah, it, it's hard without um, evidence. And if he had not made it in the NFL, and this girl may not even have put a story for us, he really don't know. I mean, it, it's <laughs> a guy's job, but whatever. Uh, I, I'm not going to take either side because you really don't know who's right and who's wrong. And I know if I was a victim and I went to people and say, hey, I'm a victim of this, and they're like, Sure you are. I'd be beside myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the <laughs> girl that was <laughs> um, saying the story about Jeremy Piven, she said she worked on Entourage, and then her she didn't have any IMDb credit for Entourage. So TMZ like is like, who is this girl? Like, who are you? Uh, so maybe she was just trying to, you know, drag him down. That's the thing that's scary. One of the things we talk about, uh, things around the guts to do, one of the things that really scares me in life is uh, being falsely accused. There's a lot of crazy people out there, and you never know who says you were here, and then you can't really prove you weren't there, and that's not giving people ideas on here. That's <laughs> not. Yeah, no, that is scary, though. I mean, you never know. Yeah. I think about that sometimes, so too. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, so let's hope these stories uh, slow down so we don't have to. Keep going through. We talk about it here. I'm not crazy about talking about it here, but you know, it's making people aware. It's what's going on in the world right now, and we bring it up. So, um, male, could, um, males with any power, keep your pants on. For God's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Should we talk uh, about so Christmas? Quick, <laughs> no. November first. We haven't even talked about Thanksgiving yet. God damn it. Why do people get so pissed? <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. I, everyone okay. I like Christmas. I'm excited for Christmas. Um, I like not. Thanksgiving as well. Um, like I said, we do our uh, my group of friends does our uh, annual pre-Thanksgiving party. Uh, the uh, not too shabby jingle balls and liquor celebration. It's great. It started out as two guys. It went to ten people, the twenty. Now there's like fifty people already um, saying that they're going, and it's great. We drink um, holiday beers and we drink all, and, and eat all kind of appetizers and people bring all kind of fun foods. Uh, I get to be a mess and it's, it's a blast. It's That's an absolute awesome. blast. Oh, you know, I'm going to try and get you on the guest list. I'd love to have you there because you're a great time. You really are. Hey, hey. I'll be we'll there see. with so we'll... jingle bells on. Jingle bells. <laughs> I love it. I don't... Um, 
couple updates for you real quickly. Uh, NBA basketball, Sixers. Currently taking on the Atlanta Hawks. About five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Sixers are up 103-96. Uh, Blackhawks Flyers tied at zero. And Major League Baseball, bottom of the second inning, the Stoops' favorite Houston Astros with a 5 nothing lead over the L.A. Dodgers. Wow, 5 nothing. Really came out of the gates. Damn. I know. They talk about really wanting it. So good luck to them. Um TV shows, i got to ask you, I know you've mentioned Walking Dead before. Uh, the wife is about to binge watch, which means four days from now she'll be on season six. Um, Walking Dead, is that one of your shows, Joel? you like that? I love The Walking Dead. Um, I was a late start starter on it. I started like watching the from the fourth season, but now I watch it religiously, and I watch all the after shows. And um, me and Mike actually dressed up like Rick and the governor the one Halloween. Um, I love The Walking Dead. I I only watched the premiere. I missed last episode. But uh, people say it got off to a slow start. Um, I know, you know Mike and a couple other people I know, they, they weren't too happy. They think it's going a little slow. There's a lot of uh, flash forwards and flashbacks and, and we don't really know what's going on. So I think the writing is really great. Um, just getting a slow start. And that's what they tend to do these past couple of seasons, like there'll be no action and then a lot of action. So yeah, I'm super excited for the walking dead. It means fall is here and it gives me something to look forward to besides football on Sundays. Oh, well, if you like stuff on Sundays, <laughs> this Sunday night, the return of shameless. And I am stoked. Whoop. Oh, I cannot oh, wait. I yeah. love Shameless, the most dysfunctional show on television. Actually makes me proud to be me watching how dysfunctional they are. One of our previous guests, Jennifer Taylor, joins the cast this year. Of course, the great Steve Howie's been on our show before. He's going to try and come back for us late in November. It's Shameless. That gets me stoked, man. That's a TV show. That is some funny shit right there. And it makes me proud crazy. to be uh, crazy. It makes me proud to be semi-normal. So let's do something we missed Monday night. Let's get into... Our music library and what's on your playlist. <laughs> That's awesome. That's like the advanced edition of what's on my playlist. Well done, Joel. Me and Joel go into our music library. We uh, let you know a couple songs that we uh, play and what comes on a random shuffled list. And we talk about it so you can see what kind of people we are behind the scenes, you poor bastards. So being the general end, I will let Joel kick it off. Okay. Joel Tatey, what's on your playlist? Shuffle, shuffle, ding, ding. Ring, ding, ding. Such a violent thing. Uh, number five. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This man is coming to Philadelphia tomorrow to the union transfer. I'm so, oh, my God. I, I have to make this show. You're not going to know who it is. But it's Hamilton Lighthouser. <laughs> I love this song. It's called A Thousand Times. This guy rocks out. I love his music and uh yeah, tickets are only like ten bucks guys, so if you can make it to the union transfer tomorrow, I'm trying to make it. So it'll be a great time. A thousand times. Number five. A thousand times. Apparently Harrison Ford is playing there tomorrow. What's his name? Hammer Rogers and Hammerstein? What's Hamilton Lithauser. Hamilton Lederhausen. Lederhosen? Leader Lederhosen. Hamilton Lederhosen. Harrison mm-hmm. Ford. <laughs> Hamilton Lederhosen. 
Well, if I can't pronounce it, I'm not into it. Uh, My pick, this guy is not coming anywhere near us anytime soon, but it is White Zombie and their gracious hit, More Human Than Human. It's kind of like me. I am more human than human. I'm not. I don't know what that means. I wish I knew what that meant. It's a cool phrase, though. More human than human. It's more like I'm more (laughs) handsome than handsome. More human than human. Only human. <laughs> More human than human. Only, Only human. human. It's actually white zombie before he was just Rob Zombie. And um, it's a uh, go-go bar oh, classic. Him? Yeah, that was white him? zombie. Yeah. Oh. Jeez. Late to the game. <laughs> Out of it today. What's next on your playlist? I know, right? I hear you. Okay. I love this whole album. But it's AWOL Nation. The album is Run. And the song is Jailbreak. And I like this album a lot because it sounded like Sale. And, you know, Sale is the first song I liked of theirs. So I went to find another song that sounded like Sale. Because Sale sounds so different. Whoa, say that (laughs) seven times. (laughs) Sale sounds so different. So different. (laughs) Uh, Jailbreak, though. And I just think this whole album is genius. It doesn't all sound like sale, but um, it's it's very different. There's some upbeat songs, some calmer songs, and I love their freaking voices. So, number four. It's good stuff. Um, my next one, I don't even know. This got on my playlist by accident because I tried to get one song and I'm getting the whole album. But it's uh, Jason Derulo, and the song is What the Light's On. <laughs> and, you know, we already talked about my desire to be nude and have sex in public, so my sequel comeback is with the lights off. Uh, but it's with the lights on, Jason Derulo. I know you didn't expect that from me, did you? I'm shocked. Someone's going to be very proud of you. <laughs> You're rolling tonight. Yeah, all right. <sighs> I like that. I'm yeah. a goddamn mess tonight. I really am. But um, <laughs> I, I basically, I got the album for Trumpets. I mean, that's like the greatest song ever. I love that song. <laughs> No, trumpet. I have no. no idea what you're talking about. I thought, oh my oh, god! I was, thinking, I was thinking of trophies. It's like no. totally different. It just sounds like a trumpet. Never mind. Anyway, well, <laughs> tell nine o'clock. Uh, what is yeah. next? <laughs> um, some back in the day rap for you. Uh, 99.9% from Jeru the Damager. This has really a cool beat. And it has such a cool beat that I was on the treadmill <laughs> playing it. And uh, it's not like a treadmill song, but I kept it on because it's just got like a cool, vibey, backpack, indie rap kind of feel. And that's uh, that's my style. That's what I like to listen to. So... Drew the Damager with a J. Yeah, it, all has, it also has a knick-knack, paddywhack, give your dog a bone type feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, oh, great band. Great song. Oh, that's that's adorable. Whatever you got going on there. Uh, anyway. <laughs> great band, great song. Pardon Me by Incubus. Pardon Me. Incubus is just a great band. They uh, they cheer me up. I like their music. It's not overly 
cheery song. It's stoner music. That's what a lot of people like to call it. Uh, I just call it rock music. And I love their stuff. I love Incubus. Uh, I swear I'm going to get to see them live. They come around like every summer. One of these summers I'm going to be there. I'm going to be Incubusing it up. Are they tonight. coming next I'm, year? I'm having them on the show. We'll find awesome. out. Yeah, right? Oh, shit. shit. Oh my God! What's next? I try. I try to get this woman on the show. I'll tell you that because I am such huge freaking fan of hers. Oh my God! I would die. She's from Norway, and her name is Susan Sundford. I probably mentioned her before, but she. <laughs> Susan, <laughs> Susan Sundford. What? I have to say it like that because she's from Norway, and she's from she's a Sundford. <laughs> And the song is Camera Carolsy. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> Kamikaze. <laughs> Kamikaze. I thought, oh my God, I really. <laughs> but she's going to be in New York next Tuesday. And I really, really wanted to catch her because tickets are not that expensive. <laughs> and uh, she's going to be playing at Le Poisson. <laughs> Bruges. Oh my god. If you get to meet her, please do not even try any of this. Do not try Hello, any of this. Hello, Susan. How are you doing? Hello. Call the calls. I thought you said, like, Kutakante. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Jesus. That was. Uh, <laughs> that was. Comic Chameleon. Comic Chameleon. That's kind of what I thought you were saying. I thought she was doing a remake. Uh, <sighs> that was terrible. She's, uh, she's excellent. Dude. <laughs> Dude, looks like a lady. <laughs> Dude looks like a. That's the song. My Aerosmith. Dude looks like a lady. Next on my plate, Jewel has uh, got some kind of animal dancing on my face. The hedgehog. That must look like the. Uh, <laughs> the Dude looks like a lady. Um, great song here, Aerosmith. Um. And I, but I don't like dudes that look like ladies. I sure as hell don't like ladies that look like dudes. But it's a great song. Wendy Williams. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. a... Baby. I, I don't Aww. care. They're, they're, she's she's not a man. No man can carry around breasts like that. Although one man yeah. would like to try and breast around like that. I'd like to walk behind her and try carrying her breast. Nancy. And she's fainting. <laughs> <laughs> she's fainting. It's got a lot of <sighs> Let's have it. One more right. song for me to playlist, and let's hope yours is better than this nightmare you put me through so far. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Well, this is like an anthem of this year. It's Mika with "Love Today." Everybody's gonna love today. Gonna love today. Love today. <laughs> Do you know what song this is? And no. you want to? It's very, it's very nice. It's an uplifting song. That's a powerful message. I was thinking it was, uh, I was singing, a lovely day, lovely day, lovely day, lovely day, lovely day. No, that's not it. No. I'll tell Is you that what, Mika? Like, no. No. Oh. If we were going on a road trip together, um, bring a headphone. Cause yeah, we're going to sure fight. Not listen. Oh, we're going to fight. <laughs> we're going to fight later on. Right here in the studio with this terrible <laughs> musical selection. You know, of course, because uh, of your copyrights and legal reasons, we can't actually play these songs on the air. But we'll sing it's them. It's a good thing. It's a good thing, trust me. They're disastrous. Ah, here's a great one. Everybody likes this song. Last entry of the night, Way Away by the band Yellow Card. 
from the Almosin Avenue. Who doesn't love yellow cards? Me. What? Oh, yellow card. God. Oh my God. Anyway, it's not Ocean Avenue. Ocean Avenue is the album. I kind of wish Ocean Avenue was the song. Cause that's a great one. But uh, way oh away, uh, I actually found this song years back playing Madden football, and I loved it. I became a uh, little bit of a fan of the band Yellow Card. Uh, Jewel doesn't like it, so you know automatically it's a great hit. Um, if she doesn't like it, it means it's excellent music. That's pretty much all I got to say about that. Not really. Not uh, really. Yeah, let's let's rehash tonight's disaster of what's on my playlist. This might be the final installment of what's on my playlist. I think it's time to come up with a new idea because uh, the two of us are absolutely hating each other right now. Mine is relevant. Yeah, relevant to shit. Your list sucks. Anyway. Uh, hey, Ocean Ave. Keep talking. Your first entry was Ingve um, Malmsteen's Hamilton's Manchester United, whatever the hell that was. And the song was a thousand times. That was Able Nation with Joe Baker. I ninety-nine percent by Drew the Damager, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> number two was Hergen Bergen and the Jurgen with Kamikaze. <laughs> I don't even know what the hell that was. Suzanne Number one was uh, Mika with Love Today. Somebody's gonna love to die. That might be the worst list in the history of what's on your playlist. My great list had and White Zombie and More Human Than Human. Jason Derulo's With the Lights On, Incubus, and Pardon Me, Aerosmith's Dude Like a Lady, and the all-time legendary classic Yellow Card with Way Away. Dude, One that was the like the lamest list of yours. Like, that list was so lame. Lame <laughs> city. At least mine's White different zombie, and, like, personal. Aerosmith and Yellow Card. It's a great list. Oh, Jason Derulo. Here you mention that one. Lame. If it was my trumpets, list, you'd be like, eh. My list is litty, as the kids yeah, say. That's shitty. You're right. It is shitty. Litty, litty. Man, just that quickly, the flyers are now down 2 nothing. That sucks. Who does suck? Um, but, you know. Yeah, that was a uh, litty, litty. That was a uh, shitty, shitty. All right, so let's do what we like to do around this time and tell you about all the great stuff coming up on us, too, because we got shows booked way down the line. It's popular now. People are starting to file on. PR people are reaching us and saying, hey, I got somebody for you. It's kind of like how we got Natalie Sharp tonight. Her PR firm is great. They give us so many wonderful people. They got a lot of great young up-and-coming actresses and actors, and our door's open. Come on in. Let's see what you got. Uh, We're going to start off with Monday, November 6th. Big show here. We go back to the Philly music scene that we love here. Sheena and the Nosebleeds. Sheena Powell will be on the show. She'll be talking about music, the Philly music scene. We're going to play some tracks from her. Jewel's awfully excited. Matter of fact, Jewel, you have a little job to do. you got to get some MP3 stuff from Sheena Powell. So we can have it here for Don't the fans. Pop. Monday the 6th. Uh, on Wednesday the 8th, November 8th, Rachel Dares. An excellent, another one of our excellent favorite PR people. Uh, she's got a great client list. We've had several of them on the show. Uh, she does a lot of stuff in, uh, with herself, some traveling blogs and all that great stuff. She is spunky and full of life, and we absolutely love her. She will be on uh, November 8th. It's Rachel Dares. Uh, November 13th, it's like hunk week starting November 13th. That's right. Uh, formerly from the show All That, the very handsome and talented Mr. Josh Server will be on the stoop. I know Jules excited for that one. 
Uh, these are a couple of ones that Jules lasted in. She did a great job, and we're very excited to talk to Josh about what he's up to now and, of course, his days on um, all that. The 15th, Wednesday, November 15th. This one's great. I am super excited for this one. Jewel gets giddy. Um, it gets her excited. This is one of her uh, her dream boys. Maybe we'll do a dream boy, dream girl list that night as our top five. Uh, how no, Sparks please don't. <laughs> don't oh, embarrass do me. No. You know, I, I was informed by the insider. It's all about embarrassing yourself. You want people to keep listening. So No. Okay, it's going to... Got done telling you about my fears of being naked and all that. So trust me, <laughs> Hal Sparks, and I am going to tell Hal Sparks on the fifteenth that Jewel is in love with him. It's going to be great. Better, great. Or not. <laughs> Tune into the stoop Wednesday, November fifteenth, when Jeff tells Hal Sparks that Jewel loves him. Now, really, he's funny. He's quirky. He's a great character. He should be a great time. Very excited for this. I like people with comedy. I like people with upbeat and a lot of stuff to say. I kind of get the feeling, Jewel. Maybe you're with me. This is going to be like an hour interview. You get the feeling we're going to be able to cut Hal Sparks off? I hope not. And if he wants to do an hour, let him freaking do an hour. He's Hal Sparks. So, yes, Hal oh, Sparks. Absolutely. We're looking forward to that. It's going to be great. I Hal wonder Sparks. if we uh, yep. could get some of his music. That would be great from his band Zero One because they're amazing. They're really good. I used to be a huge fan. I would love that. Yeah. We would try that. I'd like to. You know, I'd love to get some music on. You know, we always do that. Uh, speaking yeah. of music, November 20th, a lovely young lady, Bella Elise, will be here on the stoop, and she will be uh, interviewing and we will be playing some of her music. November 22nd, again, speaking of music, it is supposed to be the triumphant waiting time. It's supposed to be Lita Ford. We certainly do hope so. It's scheduled again November 22nd. We supposed to have her on earlier uh, this month and did not get to her, uh, but she's supposed to be on the 22nd. We sure as heck hope so. That should be amazing. The queen of metal, Lita Ford. The 27th, Beautiful young actress, Alyssa Jarrills will be here on the stoop. She's currently starring in a TV show on the Disney Channel, and that should be a great one as well. Uh, the 29th, singer Taylor Gale will be on the stoop. Uh, check her out on Twitter. Tons of followers. Her stuff is really good. Uh, Good-looking young lady uh, with some good tunes. She really can sing. We're looking very forward to that one. That's on the 29th. December 4th, Cherish Lee, country singer uh, from our good friend Michael Stover and his management group Cherish Lee is actually the daughter of Charlene Tilton who was on that Dallas back in the day and uh, she's got some good stuff I'm not a big country fan but I, I listen to some of her stuff and I really like it that is coming up uh, on the 4th and December 11th we got Philip Broussard another talent from Michael Stover's management team former military man as well so we're going to thank him for his military we're going to get some of that story we're going to hear some of his music as well and that's going to be great and uh, we're booking we're booking it up we're keeping busy here on the stoop got a lot of great shows coming up for you Jewel me special guests special stories embarrassing stuff the whole nine yards that's what we do here yep and more Philly people we, we just added today we just got to nail down the date so more Philly artists. I love bringing them on. I'm so excited for Sheena on Monday. It's going to be a great time, great music, and you guys are going to love it. So I'm so excited. I certainly think you're going to love it. Uh, it's worthwhile. And uh, so we get these artists in. They they bring their music. They they tell us all about the Porter Hearts out. Um, Lilith in the Night, of course, she was just here. Sagan Amory, uh, she was here. Uh, we had Overwinter. We're going to have Sheena. Um, you know, we, we bring in these bands, and they bring their music to us, and we absolutely love it. A lot of it is really great. And i got to tell you, pretty much 
every artist that we've had on, I now have songs of theirs downloaded on the playlist because it's great stuff. Yeah, me too. Same here. And a lot of women. <laughs> it's like basically all yeah. women. It's great though. They're kicking ass. Oh yeah, absolutely. Women, uh, women in music. Like I said uh, again, Lilith and the Night and uh, Sagan Amory of Hell Sagan um, are two dynamic women because they possess it all. They've got beauty. They've got stage presence. They can screech. They can rock out. They're worth checking out. Like I said again, the dream is to have like a female festival right here in Philly with all these bands that come on the stoop. Even if they play uh, more of a soft style, hard style, whatever, we'd love to do that. And they're like also different. Like even um, Bella and Taylor coming up at the end of the month. Like they're two. They're probably the same age, but they 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 have such different sounds and and styles. And they're just they're doing it. And they're gonna blow up. And I'm super excited for them too. Absolutely. Yeah, we definitely like being the uh, the lead way to segue whatever it takes. Uh, whether we have a uh, hundred listeners, five hundred listeners, a thousand listeners, whatever it is. People put their ears to it. They say, it's pretty good. And I've, I've had a few people, you know, get turned on by previous artists and, and load their music. It's great stuff. And it kind of gives me a good feeling because you find them and you, you want to help them grow the way they want to help us grow. Yeah, definitely. So here's one real quick. Um, here's a, a story from being the luckiest guy in the world. Uh, Mila Kunis. That's right. She uh, tells us stories of accidentally letting accidentally letting a delivery guy see her topless. Huh. Holy shit, that's got to be the greatest pizza delivery of all time. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would probably wow. quit the job. I, I would quit the job right there. I couldn't get any better than that. Uh, actually, it was a UPS. She was delivering a package, and I bet after we saw Mila Kunis naked, he was delivering quite a package. She was probably like <laughs> breastfeeding and had to like jump up or something like that. Like Um Okay. She could breastfeed me as well. That's it's so fun. funny because like no matter what she's in or like like I love her, she's great, but no matter how sexy she tries to be, I still when I close my eyes, all you see is Meg Griffin. <laughs> you know? Like it's just Meg Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, my cousin's good friends with her though, and um, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jesse. Yeah. I think your cousin should talk to her about being on the show, and I can yeah, right? sit here and family profess my love. Uh, it was kind of nice to see my UPS guy is really sweet, and I've had him for years, and he's always just you know drops off my package. We could see him through the glass window. I was shirtless because I was hot. I was just with my baby, and I was. Uh, Three days postpartum, so it still was like, you know, I was pregnant. And uh, see, I was checking it out. See, I knew it. I knew it. It had to be like right after she had a baby. Because I couldn't believe how many people, like, I'm the most, like, uh, covered up person, like, I don't know, just in general. Like, I just don't like to show a lot. And when you have a baby, it's just everyone sees everything. And your family, no matter, like, I mean, you try to, you try to, you know, be discreet, but, um, yeah, so I feel her on that one, and, uh, you know, it's, it's not a pretty sight. I mean, it's, it's glorious and everything, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's life coming at you. Yeah. High beams. 
Hi, he's coming at you. I'm currently, uh, as we speak, I'm currently filling out an application to UPS because UPS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to they make good come money. face to face for that. Wow. I'm not. <laughs> I really don't care about them. They keep their money. They just uh, <laughs> they can keep their money. I want to see Mila Kunis <laughs> naked. <laughs> oh my God. But it absolutely, positively has to be there overnight. That's not UPS. Uh, maybe. Express, isn't it? Is that Federal Express? Yeah, because UPS is like way late all the time. But I was gonna say this is probably like a ploy for her bad moms. It's probably like a promo stunt. No, it's maybe. not. <laughs> I wasn't That's really a big fan of the first bad moms. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I think it was not, that funny. I love her, but I didn't see it. Uh, she um, she rocked me in Black Swan. That was friggin' wow. That was a crazy was ass movie. I liked it. That was a that oh, was no, a that great was movie. Trippy. Yeah. Yeah, not just for not just for that scene. She was awesome. Her character was freaking great and Natalie mm-hmm. Portman's character was great. There were some creepy moments in it, some freaky moments. I love that movie. Seems yeah, like, like four thriller. Or five. I love movies yeah. like that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um Huffington Post about twenty minutes ago posted that more men are coming forward with harassment allegations against Kevin Spacey. This thing has more uh validity than we think, but it it's growing. Uh, wow, and this is going back years, too. It's, uh, wow. it's a shame. And more of a shame for the people that are attacked than you know the actual person. I mean, that's what you choose to be. Yeah. yeah, if you have all this fame and celebrity and you're going to be a dumbass about it, this is what happens. Um, real quickly, something I saw today that is newsworthy. People of Philadelphia, of course. Denver Broncos linebacker Vaughn Miller spoke up today and said that he guarantees that the Denver Broncos will come into Philadelphia this weekend and beat the 7-1 Eagles. Oh! Are you buying isn't it? that special? <laughs> <laughs> it is special. I mean, Miller is a terrific talent. I'm not going to take that away from him. guy's an amazing ball player. But Now, I know you're not, you don't follow as deeply as I do, but do you think the Broncos can come in here and beat the Eagles this Sunday? What? I mean, how are they doing? Uh, you know, 500. They're like middle of the road. They they looked pretty bad this past Monday night. Uh, they're making a quarterback change. So we're going to see a new quarterback. Brock Osweiler uh, takes the job again as starting quarterback, uh, kind of like he's back to where he once left. They're they're three and four. The record isn't isn't scintillating. Okay. Well. He's just going to get some flack even worse now because they're coming in talking shit. So, yeah, it'll be funny to just uh, roll over them. Yeah, I would love that. I'd like to see what they got. They're bringing it to Philadelphia this Sunday. Philadelphia and Denver. Should be a pretty good game. What are the Denver shit talkers? Have... Don't talk shit on exactly. us. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, the one thing Denver does have, with Miller included, is pretty ferocious uh, pass rush and a good defense that gets to the quarterback. Our offensive line's been a little shaky since the injury to Jason Peters, so we'll see. It's going to be a, a good game. It's always interesting. I always go in um, confident, but not too overconfident, not too cocky. Yeah. Of course, I like the Eagles win. Um, we're hoping to see some of the new acquisition, Jay Ajayi, the running back who we traded for that came here from Miami. Uh, he had an awesome season last year. Big, strong running back. Uh, so hopefully we can add him to the mix and um, and make a run 
How much? Yeah, how badly do you want a Super Bowl? Oh my God! Like, I I I want to be here. Like, I wasn't here. I was up school when the Phillies won the World Series. Like, I want to oh. be home. I want them to win, and I want to celebrate with everyone. Like, that would be that'd be insane. Like, if we thought the Phillies celebration was big, gonna be huge. And that just be- Wentz is Wentz is just like the coolest guy to root for because he's just so nice and you know the whole Dutch and the Destroyer story like he's really he just seems like a cool guy and you want to cheer him on and uh, yeah we got a good great group of guys so um, yeah we'd love to see him go all the way I agree I would love to see that Um, and yeah I was at the Philadelphia parade when the Phillies won that was packed it took forever to get a bus it was impossible but that was you know they said like a million people Eagles will crush that if they win the Super Bowl. They yeah. will crush it. That mm-hmm. that parade would go on for endless hours. That would be ridiculous. And you know, um, it's really uh, heartbreaking. What's that? I had Game Five tickets, and I couldn't make it. So oh, Game Five went into Game Six. Remember, remember that? And then it went to Game yeah. Six. So the person I gave them to had to go to booth. Gave them to didn't sell them to. Had to go to booth. So. Wow. Yeah, I had to miss out on that and miss out on the parade and the celebration. So, (sighs) come on, Eagles. I need a party. I know, right? And uh, I'll tell you what. If they get there and they win it all, the Stoop Radio Show will video themselves live at the parade. Hell yeah. Because we'll be there. You're goddamn right we'll be there. Especially every after this used to be a New York show, and the New York ties that used to be in the show still give me flack about it being Philly. Not just John, but some of the other little New York guys. They like to pick on Philly people and you know kiss my ass. In the studio, looking around for a place to hang out and hide is uh, the beloved Henry. Henry. Henry the adult. Henry. Oh. Henry's in the studio, looking around. He's walking around. He comes to the studio once in a while, visits his dad. Uh, he likes to make a mess of things. He's adorable, though. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. He's a gentleman. He's a little he gentleman. He is a gentleman. He was a he was a doll at the party the other night. He really was. I was very proud of him. Yeah. He had a great time. <laughs> uh, he tried to get up uh, two girls' dresses though with his nose. Oh. But uh, you know, he's hey, a little like gentleman. He's, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he's daddy's son. Get up them dresses. Ah. <laughs> uh. All right, so we come back again on Monday with Sheena Powell from Sheena and the Nosebleeds. We'd like to thank tonight's guest, the lovely Natalie Sharp. She was great, uh, very down-to-earth, like we like to do here. We like to tell the inside story, and it was great. Natalie, uh, we hope big things for her. She sings, she acts, she's beautiful, she wants to direct, and that's right, be ambitious. Triple threat, and she's smart, and she's going to graduate in the, in the spring, so yeah. It's awesome. She was lovely. Enjoyed having her on very much. Absolutely. And, and I got to tell you, we haven't missed yet. We uh, we have been very fortunate to have such a great, great list of guests to come on the show. We've got tons more, as we just read off to you a few minutes ago. So we're booking. Uh, we're going to try booking into December. We want to get some stuff on for January and start a brand new year. We're going to keep rolling along. You're not going to stop us. Ain't yep. no stopping us. Poor sons of bitches. We don't have a show on our on my birthday. When is your birthday? Uh, January. So. Just give me the date, and uh, we'll make a show. No, it's okay. It's a Saturday, I think, which is cool. 
but yeah, no show. <laughs> Hopefully, That's I'll be fine, in Vegas I... or somewhere cool. <laughs> I didn't That's do fine. anything for my thirtieth. I was no. I'll tell you what. I was sick as a dog for my thirtieth, so I really didn't do anything at all. So I went to um, relive my thirtieth again. All right. So I can make a phone call real fun. quick. Make a phone call while we're on the air. Hello. Yes. Is this Lana Del Rey? Yep. Cancel that show in January. Not going to happen. Nope. Thank nope. You, nope. It's coming my birthday but... week. Have to see her. <laughs> have to. Have to. That'd be amazing. She's going to be on the show. I just canceled her. Oh, well. <sighs> yeah. I know. I'm going to get your hopes up like that. So, Jules', Jules birthday in January. We're very excited for that. And Christmas is coming, and Thanksgiving is coming, and the um, sixth annual. Uh, jingle balls and liquor party is coming. There's so much great stuff coming up on the future that we will share with you here on the stoop as well as great guests. We're going to uh, pack it in for the night. I kind of get sad when I pack it in for the night. I miss Aww. Jewel when she's not here. I do. Because you become, you become like my partner in crime. You're like, you know, you're like the female me, you poor bastard. Hey, goes both ways. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm the male you. I, I'm, I'm right with that. I'm good. Kind of, yeah. Like yin and yang. Kind of. Yeah, it's a yin, it's a yin and a yang. And it's funny because our, um, our two significant others are a lot alike. They like to just keep talking, and they talk over each other, and it's great. It's quite a scene. But I love <laughs> I love Mike's great. Mike talks it up a lot, and he's he's funny. I like listening to him yeah. talking. Cat loves they to keep talk the party going, for sure. They they really do, and he was, he was a great time. She's always a great time, and uh, we're lucky. We're fortunate, and it feeds off to us as well. Yes, agreed. Agreed. So let's get these people to bed. Thank you, everybody, who joined us tonight to listen in. We hope to have you all here again on Monday. Thanks again to uh, Sagan and Nick as we played Epic again tonight, their cover from Faith No More. We had to play that one more time. Lastly, for the amazing, the lovely, the beautiful, the talented, Miss Wonder Woman herself, Jewel Tatey, I am Jeff the Shark Perini, reminding you, listeners, don't <laughs> be a douche. <laughs> and check your child's candy and don't eat too much. <sighs> uh, eat days. more gluten. <laughs> I don't know. This is the point of the show where you should faint. Um, How you doing? One of a kind. No, that's well, one of a kind, folks. I wouldn't trade you for anything in the world, except for maybe Mila Kunis. Yeah. Stoop featuring Jeff and Mila Kunis. <laughs> Postpartum with Mila Kunis. Hey. <laughs> Good show yeah. idea. We're going to branch out to the radio network. We're going to have um, the Mila Kunis postpartum show. We're going to Fainting with Wendy Williams. Um, <laughs> a lot of great show ideas. It's going to be fantastic. Improv singing I, with Natalie. Yes. Yeah. Randomly call people from the switchboard and ask them to sing for us. We're on the air. That would be fun. That would be fun. Like, it's kind of a disaster. Like, Pick people... We could pick people we know, though. Or they can call in anonymous and sing a song, and then we have to no. guess it or finish the lyric. I don't know that, because the last time somebody anonymously called in, into the show, he was talking about getting butt-fucked by Jerry Lewis. Do we really want that? Uh, we want that. No, we don't. That's bad. 
<laughs> I, guess I just dropped like another ugly F bomb. I'm an F bombing a lot tonight. A disaster. No. But anyway. But now we sharp bomb. Why would you do that? Well, she said, Can I swear? Bitch! And she came right out. <laughs> <with her. laughs> Bitch! Come, come on, you can find out you can curse against contagious, and people really just blow them up. And it's funny, I like that. There's censorship here. Yeah. It said again. It says on the website, "Your freedom, your speech, your voice." And that's my voice. That's it. Check it out. Check, 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 check it, out. it out. Yeah. All right. I once need again, a good sign off. For... Help me out, Jeff. Okay. Um, it's been swell, be but dude. the swelling's gone it's, down. <laughs> it's, well, thanks to Mila Kunis. Um, uh Maybe All right. we'll do this. <laughs> for the uh, for the lopsided nosed Jewel Tady. <laughs> hey, I wrote that. I actually wrote that down. So I'm waiting all night to say that again. <laughs> Look at that adorable That's little. I don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing jewelisms. We're gonna spend a whole show with jewelisms. <laughs> Those are great. Bye bye. All right, we're going to take it off the air. Poor Joel. Fine. Poor sister I never had. It's been real. And now it the realness real. has, has to end. <laughs> it's been swell, but the swelling is going down. And now there's a little <laughs> puddle in my pants. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, let's get out of here. Again, thank you for right. joining Miss Jewel, Mr. Jeff. I'm just calling myself Miss Jeff. That would have been great. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, thanks. And we'll see you all Monday. Sheena Powell from Sheena Newsbleeds. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>